But this would be interesting. <laughs> I'm gonna see your glasses for the first half. Oh, uh, go crazy. Ooh, actually, can I keep these? Fuck you, I think they look better on me than they do on you. I highly doubt that. I think we should ask your audience. <sighs> I've gained far too much good luck with it on, so I'll just sit up. Mm, Nicely no. declined, chill. Don't they look better on me? <laughs> they even match my drink. Oh, oh and my We're headscarf. not sponsored. You can't be giving the, them free promo. Okay, you can edit that out. And I'll cover it up with my, my, that my is scarf a, that matches. Higher scarf. I was going to put it on, but you said you were here, so I just put it in my bag. Very fine. And then I got distracted for that. Very fine. Very fine. Okay, it matches all my items. So I think I should have it. Ah, we'll see. And my Crocs. I don't know if you can see that. What's up, y'all? It's your host, Sensei K. Back again with another episode. This today we will have a fun one. This will be a fun one. Um, I'm not with my co-host, but I'm with CC. Amazing CC, huh? Oh, uh, you don't have any more stage names. CC the Great, um, CC Luiski. I was voted. Actually, no, I don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> the beautiful, the amazing, God's favorite, the so, owner of these sunglasses. See, you're doing jokes. You're doing a lot of jokes. But um, <laughs> one thing, oh, we have a couple things on the slate. And one thing that I want to start off with is pretty privilege. What does it mean? What does pretty <laughs> privilege mean? I know, we're taking all your ideas. I That's promise the you. one you want to start off with? That's Most definitely. Very... Most definitely. Um, okay, let me know if you can hear me, though, because apparently I talk really soft. Oh, no, you'll be fine. I, you're, you're fine. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. Pretty privileged to me. I mean, the standard definition is, like, if you're pretty, you get privilege, you know? Mm. Like, there are certain things or certain doors that you, or certain things you can, like, bypass or connections that you can gain just by your looks mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's the I definition that. that i give it mm, i feel like pretty privilege is one of the dangerous one of the most dangerous undertones in our society that no one really likes to talk about or at least dangerous how okay you can gain so much unearned love because of it and you can put yourself in situation. Well, you can get into a situation that you don't deserve, and then you'll be confused why people are treating you this certain type of way. But then, when you aren't as pretty as you were before, now you're confused why the world seems completely different. Especially when it's oh, because I feel like the type of people that work the best with pretty privilege, especially with now that we have like Instagram models and things like that. Mm-hmm. Now that it's a whole like profession. Yeah. No, I feel like that's not that it's objectively bad, but I feel like it's kind of detrimental in the way that we view other people. That's what I feel like it means. Okay, just a, a side point. Since I started watching anime, or I always needed side, I always need subtitles to like watch things and to listen to things. Okay. So like when people talk, my mind like tries to make subtitles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so talk a little bit slower for me. Okay, I feel but that. I feel actually, that. no, you can keep talking the way you are. Mm. But um, I agree to some points and I disagree to some. Mm. I think 
that yes there's two sides of the coin you're pretty privileged you it does open like enough doors for you like it could be a good thing and then the bad thing well i think i wish we could rewind because you said something that i really liked at first i was like mm, nothing yeah oh uh, the opening doors that they don't deserve no um uh, plenty of situations that aren't good because of they don't realize that they're not being treated because of them. They're getting treated because of the way they look. Uh, but then some people know that, mm-hmm. but they don't care because they're still getting what they want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So no, it was what you said after that one. Um, shoot. Okay. It's like some people treat you like a certain way and because... You don't know why they're treating you that way until mm-hmm. like it's taken away from you. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, especially for black women. Oh, okay. That hits so hard. Because I mean? have okay, so I me, I really don't care. My face is beautiful to me. But with some people where there's a oh, this this is a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. But depending on your hair what hair style you have, it attracts different type of people. Okay. What do you mean by that? So, when I was bald, I shaved my head. Mm. When I was bald, certain guys were attracted to me because I fit, like, that whole social media type of bald equals um, slim thick. That whole thing that was going on that summer, you know? Yeah. Oh, who's that started that? Oh. Um, I don't know, but it was on the, Twitter. Ruby Rose. Oh, not Ruby Rose. Amber Rose. Amber Rose. Amber there it Amber is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I shaved my head. Those type of guys were attracted to me. When I grew my, or when I had my natural hair when I was long, especially when I came to college, it was like a certain demographic of guys that wanted to talk to me. But it wasn't as much as like when I had a straight wig on. When I had a straight wig on, whew, when I went out, <laughs> I was like, even when I go to church and I put a wig on, it's totally, di- oh, you look so good today. You look so dressed up. Mm. What changed? What's different? And I do my own hair now, so... The only thing I know how to do well is twist. They're a little overgrown. <laughs> but um, even that, there's a certain demographic demographic of guys that come after me. What are the difference in the type of guys? Honestly, are, it's like, is there like a know, more lustful, you know. Is there more of like a lustful guy that goes for a different type of hair? or? It's like when a guy appreciates like the natural... It's... It's honestly, if you know, you know, because none mm, of them okay. are better than the other. How so? From, from what your I've perspective from what or I've from the dudes? Okay, the dudes. From what I've experienced. So all the same in some aspects, but the only thing that's different is how they approach you. Like some could be like, oh, I love how your natural beauty, like you don't need hair to like, because for a lot of black women, we're taught that our hair is like what equals our beauty. Mm-hmm. Like is very my ha- I have my hair locked now, sister locks, and they're at the the struggle phase they're really really short and like the guy that was previously dating he was like oh um you know you have a round face wait is this gonna be actually no it doesn't even matter he's like you know you have a round face i was like yeah i do he's like long hair really like looks good with your face and i was like hmm so what he was trying to say was oh i like you better with longer hair but what i felt in that moment it's like oh i look ugly because of the length of my hair my hair is short when i shaved my head my dad didn't he was so mad 
<laughs> my dad's a pastor. He says, your hair, your hair, the woman's hair is her cover. Why would you take that away? So him, for him, I took my beauty away, the thing that made me a woman, away by shaving my head. Okay. So it was more like, uh, it just, it just, yeah, I forgot what I was kind of saying because of the examples. But, do you get what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I see what you're meaning. Um, I feel like, because uh, some, okay, when I've talked to my uh, guy friends and then they are approaching different women, they're objectively changing who they are to match the type of person that they expect the person that, that they're coming at to like vibe with. So there is different types of energy that people do come with when they are trying to interact with people. Let's say they have bald hair, yeah, short hair. You said they're changing who they are. Actually, changing the nuances okay, in them. Go. Yeah. Um, Wait, <laughs> read that one more time for me. Like, okay. Um, let's say, let's say they have like, um, let's say it's a girl with like the bob, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, bob, white girl. Straight or curly. Oh, white. Okay. <laughs> bob, white girl. They're probably expecting like, okay, she's probably a goer. That's probably like the first thing. That's probably one of the first things that they're, they're thinking. A goer. Um, What's a goer? Someone that is not scared to open up to a person. In in the in the. So they're emotionally available, or they're easy. Which one are you saying? Just because a woman is okay having sex, I don't find them easy. But oh no, I know, I know, I know. But like you're saying that. What do you mean as a goer? Are you meaning like they're down to have? They're yeah. Yes. The yes. Most definitely. Okay. Very much DTF. Most definitely. Okay. God damn it! I've been trying to like cuss as little as possible because you could have just said yes, DTF. Yeah. 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 You can erase that. Just but so yeah. Um. They know that if they're like nice and forward, especially if they know that they look good, they know that it's gonna be easy. Boom. Just have to be confident, and then they'll like the confidence, and they'll just go. But if it's some black woman that they'll be like, okay. Let me be more of a person. <laughs> Let me be more of a person in this aspect and actually show who I am. Uh, like little quirks, little things that they do. Like, like can we can we keep it to? I don't like how you just did that. What? <laughs> I don't like how you just did that. You said <laughs> if she's a white woman and has a bomb, like that immediate me means that she's a goer. Yes, correct. But in turn, so you're saying when people see a black woman, it's mostly like you have. Come correct, or they'll correct you. <laughs> okay, so what I said before was correct. In a sense, yes. Okay. Yes, yes definitely. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm gonna continue. <laughs> it's more of like you have to come at a certain angle, at a certain way, because of like, if you're just like just being od bold, they're like, well, you're just here to do this and then leave. That's not. But what some I'm... women are down for that. Yeah, that is very true. That is very true. That's very true. But with most dudes, they're um, they're okay. stereotyping. So with most dudes, they're just like, oh, I know with this, I can get that. But with that, I have to do something else. Correct. So they're stereotyping in a way. In a sense, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Basically knowing the play and knowing how to how to interact so they don't end up being the fool. That's just doing too much. So, yeah. Um. But then, in a way, isn't that just being dishonest? Like, you know what you want. But you're trying to make it seem as you want more. You're trying to seem like you're different 
to in turn get the results that you want? I wouldn't say the act of being different. I would say it's more like I have to spend more, they would have to spend more time to interact with this person. But time equals emotions. Correct. So the time, so with the option number one, mm-hmm. you're getting to your intention straight away, like you're not wasting any time. She can either turn you down right there and then, mm-hmm. and you go on your dairy way, you still face rejection. Mm-hmm. But with this one, you want to take up her time, I put s- in emotions, just for it to like seem like, oh, I want a little bit more, have her be like, hmm thinking it's something else Mm. but in the same the guy still wants the same thing with option one do you get what i mean no i i feel like i or am i thinking about this differently than what you're meaning oh you might be thinking of it too intense intense. i'll say too intense because of um (laughs) but it's the same thing it it is the same thing but you can look at it from different aspects from different uh point of views because of like like you were saying um What's the point that you're making the point of okay, so the second person you're like trying more, you're getting them invested, and now yeah. you're just cutting off the bait like nothing happened. Yeah. No, you're both interacting with each other and you're both meeting each other, and y'all are laying down the rules of the interaction that y'all are having, and then whatever happens from there is what happens from there. Okay. But to to assume that because of I feel like a lot of dudes can continuously just be interacting with a person and then if you don't want it to continue then yeah sure cut it off stop it there but if that's not what the what the dude is also wanting then that's just they you just ended up wanting different things mm. but I feel like with a lot of with a lot of dudes when it's interacting with the first, with option A it's more like well what are we doing here there's too many I don't even say it's the lack of seeing them as a person, but I'll see it's more like um, the historical context of not a lack of respect, but like seeing what has happened over history, over history, over time. And let me explain that really fast. Okay. Um, for example, I said uh, like a white girl, Bob, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Throughout history, they've been allowed to be hoes, and no one has said anything. No one has really cared much because, oh, they still have value even if they are a hoe. But in other cultures, if you are a hoe, you have no, you have no value. We should shun you, yada, yada, yada. You're a whore. Move around. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. So they don't have the, the thing that's holding them back from just being, oh, yeah, I'm just down. Because of, there's no one that's telling me that this is just a bad thing. This is just a thing. But I also feel like according to that would be like for option A, they have the, they can umbrella, umbrella it under femininity. Correct. Because white femininity is sexual freedom mm-hmm. in some majorly in that way. Correct. While black femininity is hard work. <laughs> yes, most definitely. You know? Yes, and most that's definitely. that's my opinion. I feel like that that might just come at me. That's kind of facts. I'm not going to hold y'all. So, okay, now I understand what you're you're getting to, but Mm -hmm. some parts are still like, "Mm." Uh, I mean, some parts might be bold, but I want to say they're... Some parts we can agree to disagree on. That's fair. That's fair. I understand what you're saying. That's fair. That's fair. Loki, one thing about Pretty Fruits that always intrigued me, I feel like when you're... It shows up even when you're a child, right? In... I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Because a lot of... Because although other people can see it, 
well, there's two types of pretty privilege or two types of pretty. There's one that like you've always known, you've always fit society standards of beautiful, always fit society standards of pretty. Mm -hmm. So you've been known that you're the shit. There's another type where it's just like, well, as again, I believe I'm beautiful. <laughs> I believe that I am that girl. W, so, W. For me, I grew up in the suburbs. So mm -hmm. the standards of beauty were white. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So everywhere I looked, I was like, oh, I thought I was invisible. I didn't think. When I went to church, I was like, yeah, all these girls are pretty. But I just thought we all looked the same. It wasn't until I got to college, I was like, oh. And I started growing into myself. I was like, oh, yeah, I am beautiful. I am the shit. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, I think there's a difference within those two types. Okay. And... I keep forgetting, like, the basis of what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I was talking about how, like, I feel like pretty privilege starts when you're a child. Yes, that's mm -hmm. what we're saying. Yes. So, no, I, for the people that, like, been, that fit society standards, it starts then. Okay. Well, it starts off, like, yeah, everyone is whatever, whatever. But it's the difference in knowing for me. Okay. Because once you know you're the shit, that's when everything activates. Mm, okay. It's more okay. of a mental thing than a, it's physical. Because unless you believe really? it. Really? Okay. Unless you believe it, you're going to sit there like, I'm the ugly duckling. Like, you don't know how many times I was saying, like, oh, I'm in their shadow. No one's looking <laughs> at me. But then once I looked at myself in the mirror, I was like, wait. Wait, I mean, no. <laughs> maybe I am the main character. Who knows? You know, <laughs> but like for some people, it doesn't hit them until like they get male validation. Mm, and that's okay. the thing that, because like so it's really hard to believe it when a lot of, and sometimes girls don't say it either. Like that's why I make it important to compliment people that I see. Like, oh, I like this. I like that. Mm. Because you really don't know, or for me, you don't know until someone else says it yeah. sometimes you, you know you can't see yourself exactly yeah. the mm. way other people perceive the way you, you when you look at yourself in the mirror you don't see the same thing someone else sees all you see is your imperfections sometimes yeah. that's fair that's fair because you're the only person that can actually sit and analyze because you know exactly what your face looks like exactly. from here oh like i know this nostril is breaking this one this slip shape <laughs> is down so when you're saying that like it starts at a young age and also with the social media and all the other beauty standards and all the people you think are beautiful and then you look at yourself and like, I don't look like her, I don't think that I'm pretty. Like, sometimes that plays a part in it too. So okay. although the child is beautiful, unless they feel it themselves and they're aware of them themselves, it doesn't really matter. Mm, okay, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. I'm gonna touch on, let me, let me touch on your point for a little bit, okay. Oh, um, in that aspect, I would say that you are the opposite of the person that I am talking about. Oh, Expect okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what I meant by a uh, pretty privilege starts as a childhood because of I feel like it does start like very young for this exact reason. Um, there is kids in classes that are getting treated differently. There's kids that's getting called on more often because of they're just the pretty kid. Oh, they're the nice one. I noticed this one. I'm not going to notice the ugly kid sitting in the corner to the left all the way to the back. That's not my point of view. That's why uh, a lot of, quote, unquote, like, less attractive kids, they get left behind. They tend to be, like, dumber 
Well, actually, not even... They don't end up being dumber, but they get perceived as dumber. So it can lead to them being dumber because of okay. people aren't... Yeah, people are not... Um, people are not willing to work with them during class. People are not... Uh, people don't want them over to their house because they're the ugly kid in the, in the group. So why would I invite them over? And now they get social anxiety and now they're bad at talking with people. And then that just like spirals on over and over and over again, leading to the dumb kid. But do you really think it's because of pretty privilege, though? Because I understand what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. the teachers will favor that child more. You could say it's because they're pretty. And then, but you could say it's because they're smart, but you really know it's because they are attractive, whatever. Like, the popular kids in school, but mm-hmm. yeah. But then, is that the only reason, though? I mean, what other reason can there be? Just there's the maybe dumb kid. No, like maybe the kid is weird. Okay. Like there are some weird kids that are just like, damn, I don't want to talk to you. Or maybe the kid is just like overly shy. You know, close mouths don't always get fed. I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's different point of views. That's fair. That's very fair. But it's like, yeah, I get what you're saying. I wonder whatever happened to the ugly kids in my class. Because there's a few kids in my classroom. And they're low-key, semi-fumbling the bag. So I was scrolling through Facebook. Don't ever do that. That's, that's not an intellectual thing to do. But I was scrolling through Facebook, and it showed this dude. was like, oh, I'm, I just got married. This is my bride-to-be. And I'm like, wow. So this is like the level of life that you're about to live? Oh, I just, uh, I was just shocked because of in comparison to like, let's say my own life, or let's say there's other people that we all went to the same high school, mm-hmm. the things that they're doing in comparison to what he was doing. And then it made me really think, is this all because of the teacher wasn't willing to pay a little bit more attention to that child that they would that they would not have just fumbled the bag like that? What do you mean by fumbled the bag? Uh, it's, you know what? You know what? Like, are they saying that their partner isn't like up to pair either? It's all bad. It's everything is bad. It's it's a bad look for everyone involved. But then don't you think the responsibility is also onto the the parents or the family too because like think about american idol mm-hmm. a person that can't sing from adam will go on there with the most confidence and be like i am going to be the next american idol they sing horrible why do you think why did you come on the show <laughs> oh my mom told me i could sing <sighs> my parents told me i was a shit you know so i don't think Yes, I think rejection plays a part of it by your peers, mm-hmm. but also it's just like, if your peers reject you, because I'm pretty sure their friends were telling them they can't sing either. Eventually, but yeah. But if their family support system is very strong and confirming confirming that they are the shit. Don't they have some part to play at that? Right? Holy fuck. That Loki thing makes me think of so, like... So, although you're thinking they're this and that, they mm-hmm. can still think they're the shit. In their standards, and mm-hmm. that person's shit in their standards. Oh, okay, that's fair. That is fair. That and, is you know, fair. Everyone goes through life at a different stage. I know five, ten of my classmates, even more of them, already married. Oh my God. Married. Mind you, some of them, their partners are in the army. Do with that information as you will. <laughs> so they're cheating. You know what? It's not cheating if they're in a whole other country. No, no, that's it's not, not cheating. No, no, no. Like, they're married to the person that's in the army. So, you know, Army, there's a reputation about Army boys. They marry fast. Of course. Yeah. So, that's but, why they're married. But I'm, I'm assuming she stayed? 
She's staying in the U.S.? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, no, she's... Ah, ah, we know. Hey, hey we've know, had an episode. Love conquers all. <laughs> <laughs> Could not be me. Holy fuck. Oh. Anyway. Oh, do you think you've met the person that you're going to marry? Next question. Heard you. Oh, pretty privileged. <laughs> oh, okay. One thing that always confused me, how girls could, like, leave their apartments and go to a bar with no money just their id and their phone and they know they're gonna get all their drinks paid for it's all about confidence is it really confidence or is it just pretty privileged because it's I'm... all about confidence because trust me are you telling I've me seen it. are you telling me ugly women are getting their stuff paid for yes no way yes if you're buying ugly women drinks you're doing a lot remember <laughs> beauty is in the eye of the beholder beauty like, is in the is eye the of the desperate thing. No. <laughs> I've been to multiple bars when I was when I I have been very adults sheltered. adults okay continue <laughs> I, I was very sheltered I just started experiencing all, all the things that some people are experiencing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't know I'm just growing into my femininity into okay. my or as I told you I'm just just now starting to believe that badass bitch shit, woman mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right and when I first started going out I didn't believe that to myself. I was just like, oh, I went out with my sister live. You know, my sister, she is gorgeous. Beautiful from head to toe. Like, amazing. Figure <laughs> sculpted by God's hands himself. Like, that's my sister. If you don't believe me... Here's a picture. <laughs> All right. So there. No, you're not putting the picture. Actually, no. You, let me give her some clout. I heard you. And actually, mm, yeah, insert picture here. Of course, My sister of course, is gorgeous. She's beautiful. And it runs in the family. But when I went out first, I was just like, oh, no. They're not looking at me. They're looking at my sister. So I just like, I just sat back in the corner. It's like, or have you seen the Marilyn Monroe documentary? I have not, but you can explain it to There's the people. There's a part in the clip where she was walking with a friend. She was walking on the street. Mm-hmm. And her friend was just like, how do people not know that this is Marilyn Monroe? Like, no one was watching her. No one was looking at her. And, then, and she asked Marilyn, she was like, why isn't anyone looking at you? Like, you're famous. Everyone knows who you are. And she was like, oh, you want to see it? And she's like, okay, give me a second. And she turned her switch on. And next thing you know, everyone was staring at her like, oh, my God, that's Marilyn Monroe. That's Marilyn Monroe. Like, Did she have like a hoodie saying, on or like a, no, some... she was walking plain in sight. It just looked like, like a regular white woman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But everything is about confidence. Mm-hmm. Everything is about what is within you. So unless you believe it, it's not going to happen. You could be the ugliest person on this earth. And if you believe you are Beyonce or the Rihanna, the hottest woman that you could think of, anyone, as long as you switch on that switch and you act like it, I promise you. And plus... The guys are already drunk, so they don't really care. All they want to do is get their dick wet. Can I say that? Yeah. All they want to do is... (laughs) So, you already got it. Like, as long as you believe it, you're there. But, okay, one thing that I've always wanted to ask women, why do y'all be hyping up people that aren't actually fine? Like, giving false confidence. You're not giving false. It's not false confidence. Like, can we be serious? Can we be serious? The thing is, you're asking the wrong person these questions. Okay, okay. This, to me, is not false confidence. If I... I only compliment the things that I like. 
my dad always told me, if you sing, if you're complimenting something's not from the heart, there's no blessing in that. There's nothing that's gonna come from that for you or the other person. Pastor so man, if ah, I'm saying I like your shoes and I don't like it, what is that gonna do? You know, it's like the saying: if you have nothing to say, don't say anything at all. Okay. So for some women, it's just like if you see mean girls, it's like, oh yeah, I like that, and they turn around, they're like, no, I don't. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. To me, that's I don't. That's not the type of person I want to be. I mm -hmm. hate that type of girl. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So for me. If I say something, I mean it. I mean, okay, fair, fair, fair. But let's say for the average, because of I know women know that they have the ugly friend in the group, but they will still hype them up okay. to the umpteenth degree okay. because that's their homegirl. No, it's not their homegirl. For women that are like that, they always there. There's an insecurity within them that mm -hmm. they feel like they have to always have someone beneath them. So they can know that it's never them. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Like the movie The Ugly Duckling. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, okay, actually, no, let me change it. So let's say it's me, you, and then Sasha. Or, Sasha. Or Peggy. We'll Peggy. Peggy. Peggy the pig. <laughs> we'll go with Peggy. So with me, we have clear skin, a nice figure. With you, we have a big butt, athletic shape build, nice long, like beautiful, beautiful skin, beautiful smile. With Peggy, she doesn't have the clearest skin. She doesn't have the ideal shape. Like, and she doesn't have like, she doesn't have a lot of confidence, I'd mm -hmm, say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So within this friend group, we know that me and you, we fit society standards. We know mm -hmm. that when we go out, we will be the center of attention, right? Mm -hmm. But then, let's say within me, I'm always trying to updo you. Okay. And within you, you're always trying to best me. Okay. So that's how some female friendships work. What, real quick, I always said, said this thing, even when I was young. I'd be like, one thing that I've learned through my life, women hate women. But continue. Women hate women. Some. <laughs> A good amount, but continue. If your mother doesn't teach it I, honestly it all stems from childhood it that's a whole different topic <laughs> but anyway oh no so, we'll, we'll get there i I put it there don't even worry about it but continue i'm trying to updo you you're trying to updo me none of us are worried about peggy because mm -hmm. we know peggy doesn't meet the standard mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so when peggy's like oh does this look good yeah it looks good don't worry about it but if you tell me does this look good I'd be like mm, although it looks good i mean you're gonna say no it doesn't you know because I'm trying to do better than you. Ah, so even if I do look great, nah, bitch. Take it yeah. off. That's so crazy. So no one's worried about Peggy. Mm -hmm. You know? Because we all know that. No matter no what matter it is, what, you're not smooth. You're not there. Yeah, smooth. So in my mind, my only competition is you. In your mind, your only competition is me. So women's friendships, they be... Some. Some. You know what? Yes, let's not say all. Some. Because I'm not like that. And I but, hope a lot of you aren't like that either. Of course, of course, of course. But for some women, that's how it goes. But also, I'm not around those women, or I hope I'm not around those women, so I don't know for sure. How? So let me know. One thing that I always wondered, how can women, like, just live in that type of interaction with each other and just still be okay with it? Keep in mind, you could be the wrong woman to ask. That is also very fair. From social media, what I've seen is just like, 
you said how some women it's just like it just stems from that insecurity you have within you and as i said it all stems from childhood i saw this tweet just like if your mom doesn't teach you about or if your mom doesn't like have good friendships or if you don't see that like relationship going on with your mother supporting or up it's just i don't i wish i had i could remember the exact words of the tweet but like if your mom doesn't have a lot of female friends that she brings you around yes you don't really know how to interact with women because like some parents or some mothers they only teach teach you about men or what to do to satisfy men you have to clean the dishes for your husband cook for this cook for that but no one teaches you how to interact with women like even with for me especially if it wasn't for one of my aunts i wouldn't like i wouldn't know how to be friends with girls like by the grace of God, I'm a, I am this way with how I am. But, like, if I didn't have the group of friends that I grew up with, I honestly don't know what type of person I would be. Really? Oh, wow. Hey, your shots. environment and your friendships really determine how you are. That's why you have to choose your friends wisely. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Because your friends, if, they, if you don't have the right one, your reputation is going for shit. <laughs> So your to, name bro, is the I, most important thing you have on this earth. I had to learn that shit the hard way. Mm-hmm. But um, do you think it contributes to the men not seeing women as equal because of, like, quote-unquote, an easy life for a pretty privilege? Um, men not seeing women as equal because of pretty privilege? Yeah, because of, like, uh, I've, I've heard a lot of men be like, well... They they have the easy life. They can just have a dude that pays for everything, a dude that pays for food, and dude that pays for, let's say you want nails or a dress or whatever the fuck. You but know, how is that it, a woman's fault? it's not your fault. It's, it's, of course, it's not your fault. But that just plays their psyche. Of why the average man doesn't feel this like the average. Mm-hmm. Continue. They don't feel like the same. It wasn't as hard for you to get to where you are because you are pretty. I feel like that's what a lot of men hold deep in their heart. But I just snitch on men? Nah, I do a lot. But continue. Really? Average men think that because a woman is pretty, they if, shouldn't be equal. Not that they shouldn't be equal. It's just I just, they just won't interact with you as if you were equal. So... Rephrase that for me, please. I feel like a lot of sexism comes from men thinking, well, this woman is pretty, so they didn't have to go through the same hardships that, let's say, I did to get to where I'm at, if that helps. So, like, the whole climbing the ladder thing by sleeping around? Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very, very good example. Yeah, very good example. Hmm. I mean, and sex, you're a man. <laughs> I don't know what to say. If that woman wants to use her, because the thing is, men are easy. That is true. Like literally, all men want is one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Average men. Okay. Let's, let's let's go with that title. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All average men want is usually one thing, and even if they say that it's not that, the way that they can be tempted and swayed is so easy. Very much true, very much true. Like, it's so easy. I mean, because the thing is, the world is not telling them that you're losing something from having sex with this person. Exactly. The only person they tell that to is women. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, it's men at most. You're losing your money. Mm-hmm. 
you could you're putting your family at risk depending on what stage you are in life mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. You could end up losing your career, your reputation, your name, all because of all because of that. But yet, I think it's like a lack of accountability on that part. How so? Because how are you going to blame a woman for X, Y, and Z when it's the man in a way? Like, yes, it's both parties, but if you think about who has, in this situation, has more power, it's the guy. Sure, I mean, I guess. In the growth aspect, mm-hmm, but like in the mm-hmm. whole power aspect, the woman has more power. Mm-hmm. But like, with the influence and whatever, and the, oh, if we do this, you can go up there. Mm-hmm, the guy mm-hmm. has the power. That is, okay. I feel like a lot of men are losing out on the ability of not even just celibacy, but the act of saying no. A lot of men don't have that deep inside of them because if they've never really had the chance to have the future lifestyle or the Dan Balzerian lifestyle of literally having whoever they wanted, whenever they wanted. So they're all living, I feel like a lot of dudes are just living that 12-year-old fantasy, or at least trying to, when they get money and things like that, get the nice car, get the really big house. I feel like a lot of dudes don't really even care about the stuff. They care about the status that comes with it. So it's very easy to manipulate it when oh, yeah. having a lot of women is seen as status. Being really yeah. being really promiscuous is a sign of status because of everybody wants you. Everybody wants you. Every guy wants to be you type of thing. One thing I believe in is men care about nothing but status. Yeah, it makes the world run. Honestly. Makes Whenever the world run. Whenever they're friends, especially in the status of their friends, they're always trying to... What you mean? What do you mean what I mean? <laughs> well, speak! <laughs> You're here to snitch. Get to it. No, like, guys will try to go for, like, the best, or, like, for girls, the best girl, the hottest girl, just so they can be appeased by their, their friends. <laughs> just so they can hear the guys be like, oh, yeah, 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 she's the shit, she's the shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, no. I know a lot of dudes where it's like, even honestly, let me let me not even do that. I've been that dude where it's like I I get with somebody just so other people can see that I got with that person really? type of thing. We're here to be honest. Really? We're here to that? be honest. I would not snitch on on her name. That would be terrible. That would <laughs> be terrible. Do I know her personally? No, that's not that's not gang for you. No, nah, that's, that's not gang. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> I'll hear snitch to these hundreds of people. That would be mean. But <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it is a very common thing for a dude to get with someone just just to show that they're getting with someone. I've seen a lot of dudes get in whole relationships just just so they can leave the relationship and get better bitches. That was like the whole purpose of it. But who are they trying to please in the whole situation? The guys, they're homeboys. Yeah, they're bros, the brodies. Is it a little bit? Yeah, little question I want to ask. Right? Maybe <laughs> is it a little the sus? I want to ask. Maybe a little bit. A little but... bit. A little bit. At that point, never mind. Too <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I've had that conversation with a lot of my homeboys about it. I was like, what is that? Are you not? It's not my own. But yeah, no, it is. It is a thing that I feel like a lot of dudes do go through because of they've never really had the chance to be that guy. Ever been Himothy in a sense? Mm. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, how do you feel about um, the body image? Uh, what do you mean? Like, do you feel like not being a part of the body, being a part of the body image ever hurted you? Or if you are the body image, do you think that it's helped you in life? Um, you mean by society standards, right? Oh, uh, sure. Or cultural standards. Potato, right? potato. I've been blessed with genetics. <laughs> I've been blessed with genetics. But the thing is, what I was talking about, how everything is within, if you don't see it, you don't believe it. Mm-hmm. I, I've been blessed with genetics, right? My family, my mother, amazing figure. My sister, older sister, amazing figure. My younger sisters, they haven't developed into it yet, but amazing all around. But what I've seen, what my standard for body was, was... And to me, and I, but like when growing up, it all, everything just stems, for me, everything just stems from childhood. I never thought, I thought I was just like a stick Mm. in my eyes. Yeah, I thought I was a stick. Um, I didn't think my belt was big. I didn't think I, I, compared to everyone else in my family, I was and low key still am the smallest. Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, on my dad's side of the family, like, there's curbs there. On my mom's side, there's curbs there. Is he Ghanaian? We're all Ghanaian. Yeah, I'm fully Ghanaian. Jello phrase. Uh, Let's not even do that here, but continue. (laughs) Anyway, um, so yeah, my parents have always been like, or for comparison, my sister couldn't wear leggings, but I could wear leggings. Um, or they didn't want her to wear leggings, but I could wear leggings. Mm. Anything that I wore wasn't a problem, but with my sister, my older sister, they tried to, like, guard what she was wearing. Mm-hmm. To not be like, so sexual or what? Like, out of that, too, but I also think it was, from my mindset at the time, it was because of that. But looking back at it now, it's because people try to sexualize us especially at a young age Mm, and with her body shape it was easier for men to view her as fast or whatever okay because of x y and z Mm -hmm. so for them i thought they were trying to protect her Mm -hmm. but for us it's kind of like why are you doing that if she can wear this why can't she wear that you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it's always weird when you find out the reasoning behind your what your parents are saying and doing oh i hate it so much like sometimes i sit there and like damn I really wish I could go back and smack my head because they're honestly just looking out for her best interest. Exactly. They're exactly. just human beings, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trying to do their best. Yeah, no, figuring out your parents are human is the worst thing in the world. But honestly, <laughs> it really is because you're sitting like, damn, I really hated you for so long. But just to find out there was nothing to be mad about. Ex- exactly, exactly. Uh, but, okay, so. Eventually, you got to the point where you realized you were the body image, or when I got to college, that was literally it. That was the like, turnstone. College, like it just took the blinders off of my eyes. When I tell you I was sheltered, I you met me when I was like I was sheltered. Mm-hmm. Like what happened? Uh, shut off. Uh, okay. So when you say less, it's like oh. Weren't they saying more? I'm so used to this person talking more or saying mm. this more. So when they say less, it leaves your mind wondering, like, what's next? Like, oh, that's all you're saying? But I don't think it's like, 
objectively. Yeah. Okay. I think it's just something that's different that people are like, oh, I'm used to people just rambling, over-talking, mm. getting excited, or saying a lot of nothing. Because mm-hmm. honestly, a lot of guys just be saying shit. Like, they're just saying things. What do you mean? And then it's like, I just walk around like, what the fuck did he just say to me? You know? Ah. Rather than, oh, Were they that's white? all he said. Huh? Were they whites? Bro, I went to Cowboy Jacks this weekend. Question, are you okay when we record this? I don't care. All right, perfect. Continue. My life is a book. I truly do not care. Um, And it was me and Odell, right? And You're 21. Okay. I'm 21, yeah. We went, and there was a band playing. I like all types of music. They were playing Rascal Flats, Life is a Highway. And I was jamming out to that. I was like, yeah. And then I was like, okay, let's go find the rest of the people we came with. Because it would be there for a bit. And then we saw this empty table. We went to the table. We were sitting there jamming. Next thing you know, out of nowhere, this swarm of white guys. Okay, so this is the table, right? Mm-hmm. This is me and Odell, two of us in this bottle. This swarm of white guys, glasses, glasses, just come and stand right there blocking us. And we're just like, wait, what the fuck? And I was like, you know what? Let me not, let me not judge. Let me not do anything. I'll just enjoy, continue enjoying my time, my space, and my friend. Next thing you know, they divide like the sea. One comes on this side, a group comes on this side, the other group goes on that side. The guy on this side, Sean, the main guy, Sean. Guy on this side, Leo. Honestly, I wish Sean came so, to my side because he was hotter. Leo was like an ugly frat guy. Okay, never mind. I will leave your names then. Okay, continue. <laughs> Leo, he was just like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so, oh my God, I can't stop you're looking exotic. at you. exotic. Oh my God, you're He didn't say exotic, God. but he was just like, oh my God. Ah, keep looking at me, your eyes. And I was like, hmm. But I was just being friendly because, like, you never yeah, know what funny. a guy wants. And at mm-hmm. that time, I was in a relationship. And I was like, hmm, he might just be nice, you know? And then Sean, he was being bold as fuck. Two seconds into the conversation, he asked Odell if she wants to go back to his place for a threesome. And then Odell, she was just like, hmm? And then she taps me. She's like, he wants to talk to you. <laughs> Timing, we love Odell. And I was like, yes. He's like, what do you think about a three-way? The way I couldn't stop laughing, like there was a whole, it was like 15, 10 minute conversation that went by. But the way, it was just like, I couldn't. What were we talking about originally? (laughs) I just wanted to talk about that. White boots. Yeah, they're so, it's just like. We were there, Cabo Jacks. It was just such a white environment. I've never been in such. We were literally the only black, like there. I could count how many black people I could see. I've been there only one time, and I was nineteen at the time, and I got in because of. I look like my older brother, so fuck it. <laughs> so I get in, and it's I've never seen so many white people at one spot, and it's not like. Bro, I was okay scared. And the thing is, it's not even like the type of white people that are like Blarney or like Sal's or whatever the fuck. It looks like their older brother, older sister, more developed, more like they, they're richer, just a bunch of shit. Very not weird. Even, the, the type that I saw, it was just like, my dad owns a boat. Yeah. Or like, oh, my boyfriend is going to, is going to like law school or Harvard. What the fuck are you doing here? I talk to girl. Like the way that these people walked around with so much entitlement. It was mm. just like, I work at Golden Sachs. Don't talk to me. Like it was just the way this girl walked in front. When I was walking, you could okay. see me walking. And when I walk, I walk slow, but I walk with purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. This 
this girl just like it was Snotty like she just bitch wanted sluts. Continue. like it's like she wanted to just like prove a point and just she's like she's she wasn't walking well she waited <laughs> until i got there to like cut me off and try to bump into me and i was like Bitch, what the fuck do you think you're doing <laughs> and i have patience mm-hmm. but like it was just like i was a little bit drunk mm-hmm. i was a little bit tipsy and mm-hmm. i was just like i had to do some breathing exercises because mm-hmm. i was really but about why? to say do you want to say excuse me like you know when a girl says do you want to say excuse me that no. means like you're about to that's, fight that's why i got this you what all. does that mean oh violence 2001 v-i that's interesting. <laughs> but yeah, every single opportunity you choose violence. But like that, I was really about to choose violence with that girl. Because why would they try you? It was just like if there was no need. It I just <laughs> it was just like I just felt so disrespected in that moment. I was like this this girl really wants to try me. I'm not saying girl. I want to say a disrespectful name, but I'm not going to call her a name because I don't know her. I like will. Sluts. No, bitch. I was like, this bitch really wants to fucking try me right now. Like, no way. And I was sad. <laughs> I just had to, like, play the gospel mind track in my head so I didn't act out of character. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. This is how they are. This is what they do. They think they're the shit, but they're really not. They're just jealous. Mm. So let's calm down. Because mm. when we were... Let me show you the video. <laughs> Let me show you the fucking video, bro. The way these people were just... Hold on. Like, look at her. That was her? No. But I was enjoying this fucking music. And tell me why this bitch comes and bumped into my shoulder like that. That is kind of ridiculous. Like this. Okay. Bro, it's of course. Okay. okay. Like, I wish you guys could see what I'm talking about. Forest, like, almost dislocates your fucking shoulder. And all I was doing was this and singing along. You know? Oh, and it's wow. like, why is there so much hatred in your heart? For you to do that shit. I'm just enjoying. We're both enjoying the moment. Mm. But you turn around, you see me, and you want to disturb my moment because you don't like my skin color? Or you're <laughs> jealous of my... Like, what? <laughs> like, how does that make sense? We shouldn't have taken the other shot. Uh, I'm feeling that shit, bro. You're feeling it? <sighs> okay, let's move on to the next <laughs> Let's move on to the next topic. Wow, I know how to get on her timing. <laughs> Oh. oh, and this segment. You know, the white boys may be on a different type of bone. It's they don't fear shit. See, see, I think there's a, there's a thing shit, about bro. being rich when you were young, and then getting to college, and then everybody also playing along with the whole idea and sucking your dick because of the idea of me being bold. That they just really get into it. High shoe. Is this what is this? Bro, it's so good. What flavor is that one? Strawberry. Okay, you bite half. Do you have a knife? I do have a knife. Okay, open your packet. I'll open mine. And I'll give you half of mine. And you give me half of yours. I'm going to try both flavors. <laughs> Go ahead. Because they're so good. You Have you never had them before? No. Okay, there's something wrong with you. You know what? If y'all like this, uh, I'm going to leave all this foolishness in and let me know if y'all like this. Y'all <laughs> better like this because I am a vibe. Mm. I am a vibe. Mm. Actually, I'm going to 
actually no. I I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's strawberry. Try it. Let me know how it tastes. Oh I'm not you smacking like that. Listen to it. Keep going. Yes, hose. I don't like that shit. So sorry if you don't like it. <laughs> but I feel your pain. Mm. The thing is, even mm. though this mic is terrible, mm. they will still be able to hear every single... The creaking of this chair, too? Ah, I, I hate That's the <laughs> one thing I hate about this apartment, bro. I think you have to change that with this when you're recording. Mm. I think, especially when you're not using the camera, I think it would be a better, a better wow. fit. And honestly, you know these lights act like sun rays? Are you wearing sunscreen right now? No. I should lock in for real? You're right. I told you how long ago to start wearing sunscreen and you still haven't listened to me. Yeah, you're right. Why am I getting scolded on my show? This is crazy. Black women are always trying to help y'all, but y'all never want to help yourselves. (laughs) Sunscreen, even though you're black, prevents wrinkles. You want to know why black doesn't crack? Because you take care of your skin. Wash your face. Lotion your skin. Why are you walking around ashy? Hmm? You think no one's going to see your legs or not going to lotion your legs or your feet? Lotion that shit, bro. bro. What's wrong with you? One thing that I learned about going to this school, white people do not naturally lotion. They don't lotion because you don't see their ash. That but later so in life, crazy. you will see that with all the fucking wrinkles. Black don't crack because we moisturize. Moisturize your skin and wear sunscreen. Damn it. <laughs> Not to raise sunscreen. Like, all these doctors are telling you these things because of white people. They don't study black people. They don't care about us. Mm-hmm. So why don't you do it yourself and figure it out? Mm. Listen to the black people are trying to help you. Because mm. they don't care about what Kanye West said. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Not me being him. <laughs> what Kanye West said? <laughs> They don't care about us. Which one do you like more, peach or strawberry? Peach. Really? You mm. can have the rest. Very nice, very nice. Every snacks too. Mmm. We can eat that later. W. I don't know. Always have to stay stacked with the snacks, especially if you have a big bag. Mmm. See, we need that in your life. You need mm. that in your life. Mm. But yes. Mm. Okay, next topic. <laughs> Do you think you have a, not even you, but do you think the average person has a warped sense of self because of social media? A warped sense of self? Mm-hmm. Like, who they think they are doesn't actually exist. Like, I don't con- think they know who they are if they're so absorbed in social media. <clears throat> okay. Because I'm a psych major, by the way. And for me, one of the things I've realized... Or just think of your... Okay, let's all just take this moment to pause. Think of your life before quarantine. What were you doing? Your childhood, what you observed yourself doing. And think about yourself after quarantine. Before Mm. quarantine, I was talking to my friends more. I was sociable. Sure, there was parts of me that I didn't like. But I still knew how to navigate that. After quarantine, I didn't know how to talk to anyone. I was so obsessed with TikTok. My phone, me and my phone were like this, best fucking friends. Like, even now, I had to, what's it called? 
thank god iphone has this update that you can delete the apps from your home screen but they're still on your phone so you don't lose like the data mm-hmm. so i did that with snapchat instagram and twitter and since then do you actually use twitter bro i love twitter oh wow okay i love twitter bro all i do is short all the, the only thing i do is retweet Wait, what? I only retweet shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, like, There's I There's so much porn on that app. Fuck. It's too much. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But continue. I don't think my parents don't watch it, but that shit, too. That's, you know, sometimes. Whole time is better than actual porn. <laughs> 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 Ooh. Oh, oh, my God. We're all scrolling what's that I found one of my homegirls on that. MSFW or whatever. NWFS. What? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. Heard you, heard you, heard you. I'm scrolling down on Twitter and I found one of my homegirls. I've never been so blown in my life. I like, I sent this to her. I was like, oh, is this you? I was like, oh, yeah, no, I've been on this for a bit now. Yeah, no, that's my thing. And really? I, was, I was so bald, bald. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> Would you ever get into that industry? Porn? Not even. Does OnlyFans count as the porn industry? OnlyFans, low key. But yes and no. Because mm. you can make an OnlyFans for knitting. OnlyFans doesn't have, like, you have to be sexual on it. Niggas are out here baking knits on OnlyFans? Mm-hmm. People don't know I what hope, they're paying for. I hope none of you make a dime. Don't, for real? Motherfuckers are out here doing regular things? Bro, you could be doing regular things, feet pics, feet videos, anything. Okay, that's At least something. to my last network, to what I know mm-hmm. about it, my limited knowledge of it, I think you can do anything on there. Wow. Okay. 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 But I, you know, TikTok, <laughs> I saw this one guy, he's bald and he's light skinned. He has a twin. If you know, you know. Perfect. But he was talking about, um, what app was it? Seeking arrangements or whatever. Okay. And like post feet pics or whatever. One of these apps you can post peak pics on. And at the time, I had my nails done. My toe nails done. I was like, hmm. I think I have cute toes. Okay. Well, I know I have cute toes. I'm just cute all around. So I was like, you know, what if I try it? So I downloaded the app, but I was like, nah. I don't have the balls to do it. Mm. But, you know, I don't I don't hate anyone. Send, send me pictures of you. And I will pretend to be no. you. One of my <laughs> friends does that shit. And they make so much money. <laughs> like, I just can't. I don't know why. I just want to scam people so bad. I see TikToks and I'm like, oh, I want to do that shit. I wish I was like her. But I can't. I try so hard and I can't do it. I can't. Wow. You're too, good for, you're too much of a good person? That's just, that's, that's, that's a I just excuse. think I have a strong conscience. Like even when I drop yesterday, I spit out a piece of the wrapper behind you, and it was like, if you don't turn around and go grab that shit, you're not gonna get anything good ever coming to life. If you can't treat this one piece of property well, how are you gonna treat anything well in your life coming next? And I was like, oh. And I turned around <laughs> and I went to go pick it up. Is that Jesus? I don't know what it is, but that shit's annoying sometimes, but I mm. feel good afterwards. Mm. Okay, okay. Because my friend was talking about um, that's how the uh, Holy, Holy Spirit? Spirit's, I think, something like that. Some people, it depends on what you believe in. Some people call it just a regular consciousness. Other people can call it the Holy Spirit. But I'm still trying to reach that level in my Christianity where I can hear the Holy Spirit and whatever, tune in 
or mm-hmm. the way they say it, it's like a radio station. You just have to find the right station and tune in. I'm still trying to work on that. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. But I wish I was more in tune with the religious aspect of me. But uh, I find too many loopholes. But beyond the points, beyond the points. I mean, whatever works for you works for you. As long as you're true to yourself, mm-hmm. and as long as you are, you stick to conviction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing else you can really do. That's true. That's true. That's how life is. Finding something you believe in and sticking to it. Yeah. At least that's what I think right now. Mm. I feel I'm too high held on the logic aspect of it for me to really. But fall even within in. logic, you can still lock into something. That's true. That's true. Of course. Of course. That's true. But that's why I don't like fall completely into the whole Christian thing. But. Eh. But it doesn't have to be. I feel like all different types of... Okay, well, for me, there's religion and spirituality. Religion is like kind of like the guidelines, the basics, like the the textbook of what to do. Mm-hmm. And then spirituality is like the flow. Like just like the, the aura oh, wow. or whatever. I am not gone. <laughs> I am present in this world. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Fair, you know, there's fair. like, I see it as two different things. But they all correlate into one. But depending on who you are and your beliefs, it could all look as a different way. And for me right now, I'm trying to blend it all into one. They would all look a different way, but just trying mm-hmm. to blend it together. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, like Muslims... We all we all believe in the same thing except for one thing. Mm-hmm. From what I've been taught, it's like Christians believe just Jesus Christ resurrected, came back again. What I've been taught is Muslims believe that that's not the, that's not it. Mm. Like they believe in Jesus, but they just don't believe in the fact that he arose again. Mm. So I think that's a big separation. But then if you look at both religions, there's some like. Of course, they like line up. Yeah, like, there's, all there's religions are parallels. Mm-hmm. Abraham, then, things like yeah. that. Yeah, and then we look at spirituality, like the people that believe in like tarot cards and whatever. Everything eventually lines up with each other if you just look at it a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. So there's truth within everything, but then that thing that's like conflicting with different minds is like, oh, what is this one? Is this one the truth? 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 And if you think about it, like, yes. All of them could be the truth, but if you're like focused on each and every different one, you're going to be confused. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why some people just like you have to be convicted with one, mm. which is why the separation, different, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Oh. So once you pick one, and you're like, even if you're like unsure, which is where I am right now, not really. It's just like it's a battle in logic and faith for me. Mm, okay, okay. And it's like. Why do I have to let my logic go and be full-fledged in the faith? But when then, there's so much logic to be held. Yeah, yes. no, I cannot blame you. But oh. then the whole point of spirituality and whatever, to me, is putting that faith into that thing, letting go of logic. Because once you do that, it's like, okay, I surrender everything. Mm. You know? So then once you surrender everything, it's like, okay... Now I'm here. Now I can live my truth and be whatever and then live the life and according to the purpose or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? I so it's like, just like a different part of awakening. Yeah. So with anime. 
awakening that like whatever okay the the third eye yeah, the yeah. third eye mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i think once you're convicted with something that's the awakening of the third eye and then everything falls from there mm, I feel that, I feel that. i'm gonna hit the top and then go down um real quick on the spirituality aspect i feel like it's semi a cop out and it got so popular because of like racism i'd feel like the the oh, definitely the moving away from racist ideology and like white idea white ideas because of like christianity i feel like it's like objectively racist if you believe that jesus was white i feel like that point right there is what people are so like high hung and strung up on because if jesus is white that doesn't really like make sense in the mind of most people well it shouldn't make sense in all people because of jerusalem if anything it would be a brown dude Beyond the point. Beyond the point. But there's all these, like, um, uh, racist cues that are in Christianity that people are like, all right, if I don't believe in racism, that means I cannot believe in this. These are just two things that I cannot put two and two together. Sorry to interrupt you, Mm -hmm. but the beautiful thing about um, religion, spirituality, and Christian, what's it called? Being Christian is that... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fuck (laughs) it. Sorry. Or like all these other religions or Mm -hmm. all these other thoughts of spirituality is that once you have that conviction, it's whatever you believe it is. Mm. So for me, the way I've... Like the way my church has been... Or the way my... The grouping has been taught when I was younger. Yes, I believed Jesus. I thought Jesus was white. I was like, yeah, Jesus is white. But now... Jesus is like once you have that experience, it's all. What do you mean? It's like you know how when you're younger, you're forced. Sometimes you like feel like you're forced to go to church. Mm-hmm. You go to church, or you're raised in the religion that your parents are, or your spirituality that your parents are. But until you have, or until you understand why you're there, or until you have that realization yourself, it's like I'm being forced to go. You know. Okay. So it's like a spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless until you have that spiritual awakening, you won't understand what it is for you. Okay. You know. So for me, like with the psych background that I'm learning, with the Afro background that I'm learning, with all the race, uh, racism and all the social critical theory things I'm learning, um, Christianity was forced onto some people. They cut off some texts of the Bible out for slaves yes but now i have the bible for myself i can read the word for myself i can listen to the pastor myself i don't have to sit there and like listen to a man telling me what the pastor said you know so all the things that i thought or all the things that when i was younger i was first to listen to forced to learn i didn't listen to any of that because i didn't feel like i was forced to be there Mm -hmm. but until i had that spiritual awakening myself and i could figure out who Jesus, who was for myself or whoever your religion, whoever your person is for yourself, it's like for me, I was just like, oh, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just following the social cues. I wasn't doing anything for me. But now it's just like I want to seek out who I believe Jesus is for me. Mm. You know, sure, because like later the Bible says, whoever you think, whoever you need him to be, he will be. Or she, what, whatever. So unless until you have that awakening for yourself and you want it for yourself, I think you'll still you'll still be on the fence. But until you like seek 
indulgent, like, unless you're, like, like, working out mm-hmm. how you want to go Consistent, for that yeah. body. Consistently mm-hmm. go until you're consistently to spend that time meditating, praying, reading the word or whatever. You won't really have that idea for yourself until it's, like, there. Until you try, you know? I feel it. I feel it. So until you truly try and put in the effort and be consistent, like, you won't really... Do you get what I'm saying? I'm kind of forgetting what I'm saying as I go. They, they, I, think they, I think they got it. I think okay. they got it. Okay. But uh, we've reached the end of the segments where we ask, wish, well, we ask our guests, wish I had a sensei. And in this portion of the episode, we ask our guests, what is some advice that they wish that they have and now some advice that they wish to give out to someone that's younger, same age, sure. or even older. That is hard. <laughs> that is so hard. Um, I'm still learning. Oh, okay. I'm still trying to figure shit out as I go. I don't really have a lot of people I could feel like I can go to or talk to about the questions that I have. Um, damn. I guess the only thing that I could really say is that, like, I mentioned this before, your environment and the people you surround yourself really matter. Like, you don't think it, or some people might not think anything of it, but, like, to me, nothing is worth more than your name Mm. and your reputation. Like, you could have so many things in the world, but if everyone thinks that you're negative you're annoying to be around or you're this or that all negative things like what are you going to do with that you know i think your character especially the people you surround yourself with birds of a feather low-key really do flock together like if all your friends are known for x y and z (laughs) but you think oh i don't do that that's not me are sluts although, you're a part of them but continue although you don't do that do that <laughs> everyone sees you as that and yes why should i care about what other people think when that's not me a handful of people will like try to know you for who you are but everyone else will see who you are with and around and will not associate themselves with you like it's it's low-key serious but like Stay true to yourself too, especially. It, that's that's a really good one, I think. You stuttered. Wait, what were you want to say? I didn't stutter. I just held back. Not held back. You know, this is some things where you don't have a fully developed thought. For oh me, yeah. Okay, that's fair. If I don't, I think I try to think before I speak. I don't want to speak nonsense. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out here. Like I say, thank you for, for being here. I really like this episode. If y'all like this style, uh, we'll bring more. All right. Shots. Tell them to bring me back.